Welcome to our newest C10 Conversation. I'm Matt Folks. Thank you so much for listening. You know, we want you to be seen as generous during this time of the year, this holiday time of the year. So we hope that you will be generous and share this week's episode with your family and friends. What a fantastic present that would be. Do you know what else would be a terrific present? Giving a boy or a girl who might not otherwise be able to afford it a day of baseball or softball camp or a chance to play in an instructional t-ball league or a day of mentoring for a high school student. You can find each of those things and more in our 2021 See You in the Major Leagues gift catalog. I'll post the link in the show's notes, but you can find it at seeyouinthemajorleagues.org slash catalog. That's seeyouinthemajorleagues.org slash catalog. And until midnight on December 31st, your gift will be doubled. Speaking of giving mentoring to a high school student, you're going to hear from three of our C10 students in this week's episode. Feeling that the guests we have on this podcast offer great leadership lessons that all of us can learn from, this year we've told the C10 students that a new wrinkle is having them discuss leadership with our entire group. Now, here's the way that this works with them. We ask them to pick an episode of the C10 podcast that they want to listen to, pick a segment that speaks to them the most, and then prepare a short talk about that segment or be interviewed by their mentor. All of the students in this week's group chose to be interviewed. But then we open it up to questions from the other students and mentors. So this week, three students from our C10 program are going to be the stars, or the experts as we told them, for this episode. Keep in mind, we typically have about 40 to 45 people at each session. And the three students you'll hear from in this episode all volunteered to be in this group. That alone, to me, speaks volumes about their leadership now and in the future. This group includes two seniors and one first-year student, a sophomore. All three have tremendous leadership qualities that we look forward to seeing shine in the next several years. So here's how we'll do this this week. I'll play the clip that each student selected, and then the mentor will interview the student for a few minutes. We cut out that Q&A after each segment, although some of those were outstanding. And I'll set up each segment along the way. This first segment is with one of our seniors, Jameson, and his mentor, Larry Hedinger. Jameson selected our podcast interview with Royals Hall of Famer, Mike Sweeney. If you really want to achieve your dreams, keep your dreams wide open. And don't let any garbage um, get in the way of you achieving that dream. If if you have a friend that's not helping you, it's either change your friends or change your friends. Meaning you better change those around you to make them walk like you because you're going somewhere. Or you say, I'm going to change my friends. I'm going to hang out with friends. that are going to help me walk where I'm going. Because if you try to walk where you're going and achieve your dreams and you have friends that are dragging you down, not only are you neither going to achieve your dreams, but they're going to drag you to become the person they are. So that's my encouragement to you guys is, Change your friends or change your friends. When we were talking about this, Jameson, as far as what podcasts, I mean, there's like 70 podcasts to choose from out there. And of course, first ones that came to mind was the Olympic folks, but yeah. they've already been taken. So, so then we were just talking and, mm-hmm. and we talked about Mike Sweeney and you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why? What, what, what's memorable about Mike? Yeah. So um, what's memorable about Mike was I was actually mowing when I was on the call. So I was paying attention to him and, and I just remember like stopping a bunch and like, wow, that's such a great thought. And this specifically, this clip, 
um, how he said change your friends or change your friends because I've been blessed in like my high school years. I had a really good group of seniors. They're now freshmen in colleges, but um, they like really pushed me to be better with my ACT and everything like that within school. Um, and so I think the saying is like the five people that you're closest to is who you are. Um, so I really like that he said you either got to change them and make them better because iron sharpens iron or you got to get some new friends. So that's something that just, and I like how Mike is really open about being a Christian and stuff like that. I really like that. And he was just like so positive and nice. And uh, he was so nice. I could tell through the phone. I was like, this guy, he's, a, he's really nice. So, so what, what uh, C words come to mind uh, when you think about what Mike had to say specifically about friend? Um, so the, the main one that popped out to me was courage, um, which in the book it says, uh, <clears throat> wants opportunity to decide the outcome, not afraid to fail, fears no one. Um, and I feel like with your friends, sometimes you have to have a lot of courage when you're telling them like, hey, you shouldn't be doing that, you know, or it, it takes a lot of courage to leave a friend, especially if you've been with them for a long time. And Mike talks about on this podcast that a lot of the Royals baseball players were going to like the clubs and all this stuff. And he was the captain and they were like, why don't you come, Mike? And he was like, no, you know, he had the courage to stand up for what's right for him. And that takes a lot of courage to, to especially, you know, stand up to your friends because you're so close with them. So I think I think courage is the word that comes to mind. Right. And one, and one of the things that he, that he did mention in there that I think is important is accountability, because that's yeah. kind of what you're relating to when people would, yeah. would invite him to go out. And he he would get a group where they would be accountable to each other that mm-hmm. helped that. So and the first part of the clip, he talked about uh, keeping your dreams wide open. Mm hmm. What does that mean? So I think that just means like shoot for the stars, I think is a good way to say that. Like dreams should be something that you, you know, like you long for. Well, I guess a lot of people when they think of dreams, like they don't think that they're like achievable. And but and so maybe they make them like less of an achievement or something like that. Like instead of saying I want to be a millionaire, they they just settle for like 250,000 in their retirement or whatnot. But I think keeping your dreams wide open is like, Telling yourself you can get this, and you should—I don't know—shoot for the stars, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, Jameson, you're a high school senior. Mm-hmm. How far ahead are you dreaming? Man, I'm thinking. I was just talking about opening up a Roth IRA. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about '60s, '70s. So, I'm thinking pretty far ahead, I would say. But I'm thinking a lot about college right now, and like you know, scholarships and things like that. So, I'd say right now my focus is more on like this time next year, where I'm going to be, what I'm going to be studying and things like that. But um, I'd say I'm thinking pretty far ahead. Okay. Okay. And then anything else on, on leadership that you learned from Mike Sweeney? Any other C words that come to mind? Any, any, anything? There was a part in there that talked about how, I think it was the coach or the general manager of the Royals, he said something bad about Christianity and Mike was like, he was furious and he, uh, he told, he said that he brought the paper and he slammed it on his desk and he told him, what's up with this? And so I feel like having the courage again to be able to like confront people when, you know, they disrespect your values is important for being a leader. Because if, if you don't think it's right, you have to say that because other people follow your example. And he talked about how other people on the team, you know, they looked up to him. And when he said, Hey, I'm, we're not going to do that. Some people were like, I've been looking for somebody to say that all this mm-hmm. time. I mean, if you stand for something, 
you, you got to stand, stand for, for it. it yeah, the whole time. exactly. Okay, so here's here's the last one. I did this special for Matt. So, what might your seventy-year-old self, <laughs> when looking back at your life, say relative to your dreams and friends? So, figure you're out there. You're saying I'm thinking way down there. So now you're retired. <laughs> Looking back at your life. I think he's saying you got to put more in that retirement fund. <laughs> nah. Um, I think he's saying you got to stick with your friends. You know, I, I have a good group of friends, and they've really pushed me to be better. Um, but you still have to leave the door open to new opportunities and keep your dreams open. You know, never close the door. So I think that's what he'd say. Okay. All right. Good. This is J.R. Buckner, president and CEO of First Federal Bank of Kansas City. We hope you're enjoying this week's conversation. For this week's Student Spotlight, I'd like you to meet one of the students in our C10 Mentoring and Leadership Program. Hi, my name is Jaden Ford. I go to Shawnee Mission West. One thing that I enjoy about C10 is meeting new people and talking to all my friends there. First Federal Bank of Kansas City is proud to make a donation this week to the Post High School Scholarship Fund for seniors in the C10 Mentoring and Leadership Program. If you'd like to join us in this effort to give our future leaders an opportunity after high school, please click on the link in the show's notes. Now back to this week's conversation. Next up is John, or JW, or simply J-Dub, who is one of our first-year students who's part of an outstanding sophomore class. And this is one of those students that is going to go and do great things one day. Following this clip with former Kansas City Mayor Sly James, J-Dub's mentor, Steve Perez, will interview him. From moment one in the Marine Corps, they drilled that everybody's responsible for everybody. Uh, the, the concept of leave no man behind uh, was drilled day in, day out. You learn to rely on the people in your squad, in your platoon, in your company. Um, it was absolutely vital. You were punished if you broke that rule and that code. And one of the other things about the Marine Corps was is that you had no choice as to whether or not the guy in your squad was black or white or Jewish or Christian or gay or straight. You had no choice about that. But you damn well had to work with them and get along and get the job done. So you learned to make those adjustments. And once you start hanging around with people who are different, all of a sudden you realize they really aren't that different. And the big issue wasn't what you looked like or who you prayed to or, or any of the other stuff or where you were from. The dividing factor there was when we're in a firefight, can I count on you? Period. End the story. If I can't count on you, you can be the nicest, cleanest, most articulate sucker in the world, but I am not putting my life in your hands. What's the key to managing through a crisis like this or just a crisis in general? Trust and credibility. If people don't trust you and if you're not credible, they're not going to follow you. And if they don't follow you, they're going to follow a bunch of different other people. And you're going to have people going off in different directions. If you're not trustworthy and if you're not credible, nobody wants to hear from you. And, and that's a problem. Leaders have to step up in a crisis. Any, a lot of people can get away with looking like leaders when everything is happy and everybody's got money and nobody's sick and there's good food on the table, you're willing to tolerate stuff. But when chips are down, you need somebody who you can trust and believe in what they say and that's credible, period. That's it. If you're not, I don't care how good looking you are, how much money you got. 
if people don't believe you, they will not follow you. And if they won't follow you, then you're not leading. First of all, I thank you for picking Sly James. Uh, what are some of the leadership qualities that you felt Sly James had? One of the words that I chose uh, for that really shows out in the like C10 program, I chose care. So uh, in the book, it says care means you put others first, you evaluate everyone's honestly, and that you understand everyone's impact. Well, as you saw right there, um, he kind of talks about like, you know, if you're not credible and I can't trust you on the battlefield, then, you know, I can't really trust you anywhere else. So it's like, are you going to be there for me? Are you going to, you know, you going to have my back? You'll have my six. You don't have all that. So um, and he put everyone there first. Like he was like, look, if I trust you, I'm I'm going to be I'm going to be there. So like how she talked about how Naya talked about being a leader. Sometimes he had to follow what his other comrades are doing if you really trust and believed in them. So I think that he showed he showed a lot of care and like what his comrades because he worked in the Marines. Um, well, partially in the Marines, but um, yeah, he worked in Marines. So he really had to just put a lot of trust into other people. So that's a big thing for him. Do you find yourself more leading your peers or more following your peers? I would say a year ago, if you talked to me a year ago today, I would have definitely been a follower. Um, and that's because I was on a baseball team that, yeah, I were, I was cool with everybody, but I felt like I wasn't as much of a leader as I needed to be. And my coach really expected a lot from me because, you know, he was like, look, you're good and I want you to be a leader. But I still felt like I was holding myself back some because I didn't want to What's the word I'm trying to use here? Like, I didn't want to go too far in front of everybody else. And sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes you kind of want to be in front of everyone else. So then they have a good example to follow from. So um, but now that I'm on this new baseball team that I'm on, I'm becoming like, look, I'm going to be a leader no matter what. I don't like I'm going to listen to you guys. I'm going to, you know, take uh, what's what I'm trying to use? Uh, criticism. So it, that's and that's another thing, like taking criticism from people, because that's just trying to just trying to get you trying to get better, like how. uh he talked about how uh, sometimes you have to, uh, like, you have to listen to others and just really take in the information that everyone's saying because you never know when it could be valuable to you. So, yeah. After reflecting back on some of your leadership qualities that you have, is there anything that you would like to work on or enhance to become a better leader? Doing more than what I, uh, like, I'll tell you, and I, I'll tell you what I need to do, but I feel like in a sense of I need to put more action into it. Um, I feel like that's a, that's a pretty big one for me because if you talk to me at home, I'm kind of a procrastinator. Not even going to lie. I, I procrastinate a lot of things, a lot of things. And I feel like that's something I definitely need to work on. Well, even even this, I kind of procrastinate on this like last minute. But like, but you know, um, definitely I, I feel like that's probably the biggest thing. And I, and I'm, and I'll admit that, like, that's something I, that's my biggest thing. Like procrastination is my biggest thing that I need to work on. Um, been working on it for about like, how old am I? 15? Yeah. I've been for a while now. So, um, so yeah, it's not getting much better, but you know, we're going to get somewhere. So yeah. Before we get to this last segment, have you enjoyed this week? We're planning on doing it two or three more times during the school year. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. For us adults involved with C10, it's always fun and incredibly rewarding to hear what the students are learning and to see how much they change during the course of a school year. Our final student in this episode is one of the dramatic changes that we've seen in C10. It's one of our seniors, Naya, who actually finished her high school career at the end of this first semester. 
Nia joined C10 last year as a junior and, frankly, was the stereotypical wallflower. She's incredibly bright. In fact, she plans to go into the medical field one day. But she was also incredibly quiet and would oftentimes try to hide at our C10 sessions. And frankly, she would probably do a pretty good job of it from time to time. But a few months ago, we saw this dramatic shift. She volunteered to be the first presenter among our entire group for an impromptu presentation that we made. And we've learned since then that she has taken on leadership roles at her school and with another outside organization. So keep that in mind as you listen to Naya, who will be interviewed by her mentor, Ely, following this outstanding clip from actor, comedian, and retired Marine, Rob Riggle. From your time in the Marines, what are some good leadership traits that, that you saw? There's a lot of ethos that goes along with leadership, but the, what I've discovered over the years is it all, it all starts with you. It starts with you. So don't look outward if you're going to be a leader. Start with yourself. So that's where it all begins. That's, that's your foundation. So what does that mean? Know yourself. Know yourself. Really take time to analyze yourself. What, what are you good at? What are you strong? Where are you, what are you the best at? What are you better than most at? All right, that's good. Write that down. Understand it. What are you weak at? What are you not good at? And be honest with yourself. And if you're like, I'm great. I'm awesome. I don't have any weaknesses. Go ask somebody. <laughs> I'm sure somebody might have a suggestion for you on where you could improve. Because that's, that's a big part of it. You've got to know yourself, and then you've got to seek self-improvement. And you've got to understand that there's no finish line. There's no finish line. In life, in work, in, in, in most things, most of the big things, there's no finish line. You, you, you're always moving forward, and you're always trying to improve. So that would be my, my first suggestion is to know yourself and seek self-improvement. And from there, once you, you get a handle on yourself and a lot of confidence uh, based on what you can do well and what you need to work on, then you can take on some more responsibility like helping others and serving others. And, and that's a good place to start. All right, Naya. So that whole, um, that whole podcast is a great podcast. A lot of great tidbits from Rob Riggle. I'm uh, just curious, how did you decide on that clip from you know, all the great info he had? Why did that clip speak to you? That clip spoke out to me because I think it's highly important to understand that you need to know yourself before you can try to lead other people. Just like the saying goes, you have to love yourself before you can love anyone else. Um, the same goes for leadership. But the part that really stood out to me the most was that there is no finish line in life and that you're always or you should always aim for self-improvement because at the end of the day, there is no finish line. Yeah, I think that's a great, um, a great leadership quality, kind of, um, you know, owning, owning your own actions, you know, doing that by keeping yourself accountable. Um, why, why is it that you think, you know, that Rob Riggle is a good leader? And it sounds like, I mean, he has quite, quite the past from like a military past and then as a, a famous, you know, actor and really like an activist for his city. You know, what, what do you think it is about him that makes him a good leader? Right. So in the podcast, he talks about um, or he recalls his time um, helping with the 9-11 cleanup. Um, and in student council, one thing I learned is that leaders also need to know how to follow. 
And he's a good example of that. He's confident in his own abilities, but he is still able to be humble enough to accept direction. And I think that's a really strong trait anyone should have, but especially leaders, because you can't get anywhere if you don't know how to listen to other people as well. We're given one mouth and two ears for a reason. So, all right. So, um, you know, would you say that you're more of a leader or more of a follower or, you know, maybe a combination of both? For me, it depends on the situation. Um, In places where I have more seniority or I've been there longer, I'm definitely more of a leader. Um, But in areas where I'm new, um, I do like to sort of be a follower or not necessarily follow trends in that sort of way, but have people to look up to because I know that they are more knowledgeable on whatever topic that is. So for example, um, at my school and leadership diversity, I've been there for three years and I'm the vice president. So in that role, I'm definitely a leader, but in places such as 2020 leadership, which is another group I'm a part of, it's my first year. So I'm really looking to my peers and my sponsors for direction um, and really following their lead so that I can learn how to be a better leader. Yeah, great. Sounds like you uh, surround yourself with some really great people, which is very important. Um, and that way you can learn from all types of people. How um, how do you think your leadership style has changed or what are some tidbits you've learned about leadership just from like some C10 activities? Just one or two things. Um, I think my leadership style has changed in that Um, it doesn't take a lot for me to speak out now. I used to, I'm still very shy. Um, but at school I have opened up more with my peers in the classroom. Um, I used to be really embarrassed to ask questions, but now in the classroom, if I have a question, I just ask and I see that my lead of asking a question encourages other people to ask questions. So the whole time I was feeling insignificant or embarrassed to ask my questions, I was really just not brave enough to be the first one to do it. And once I started to be able to do that, I realized that, hey, we're sort of all in the same boat here. Someone just has to take the first step. I decided I wanted to be that person. Well, I know that Matt and Max and I have noticed that you've uh, started volunteering to go first on a few activities. So uh, mm-hmm. we've noticed uh, some of the changes as well. So yeah, that's great. Well, that, those, are, those are my main questions I had for you. Do you want to add any last comments about the cliff or, or leadership? My peers in C10, both John and Jameson were asked the question of what they think the strongest character trait is that a leader should have. And neither of them said mine. So I'll just go ahead and say mine. Uh, I believe that humility is the biggest trait that a leader should have. Um, One leader who I've gotten the privilege to learn from through C10 is Dayton Moore. And one thing I really admire about him is how humble he is. He, um, while he does have a lot of influence, um, he doesn't come off as being better than anyone else. Um, And he really speaks to everyone as if they're his equal. And he really focuses on uplifting other people. And he's still able to um, admit when he's wrong. Um, But also when 
recognition does come his way, he makes it about the group, not himself. So I think humility is a super important leadership trait because no one is going to be willing to follow you if you're not humble. I think that's a great point. We're, we're very lucky to have Dayton Moore in Kansas City. And you're right. He's very humble. Agree with everything you said. Thank you so much for sharing all that. Thank you. Well, that does it for this episode of the C10 Mentoring and Leadership Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we hope that you'll leave a favorable review on your favorite podcast platform. If you didn't enjoy it or you have other comments or suggestions for potential guests, you can click on the comment link in the show's notes. We drop a new episode at the end of every week, but be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an interview. And if you or your company would like to help underwrite this podcast, let me know. Until next time, this is Matt Folks for the CU and the Major Leagues Foundation saying be safe and take care.